0: Hey, hey, how you doing? We're going we're gonna to welcome you to the Teal uh, Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Episode show number 67. This might be a quicker one than usual. Jaguars heading to London. They're on the way to London now. That's a that's a long flight. I've, I've made that flight before. It is an absolute long one. And the Jaguars, uh, one thing they got going for them, they've been there before. They got back-to-back games there which doesn't really thrill most of the fans in uh, Jacksonville or North Florida. But one game is a home game. The other game is a road game. Um, I'm going to go right off my pool because I, I, I've gotten in the habit of playing a college football pool where there's like a minimal amount of games. And then most of the, most of the pro games are in the pool as well. I'm not doing that great at it. Sometimes I pick a good upset, you know, so we'll we'll take a look at my personal pool and not all the college games are in there. By the way, let's talk about the Jaguars again, the game. And that's what we talk about here. We make sense out of it all. We make sense out of what's going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Park Entertainment and, of course, other area sports as well. There was a 13 point swing in special teams, you know, in the last game against the Houston Texans. Jaguars should have won that game. They were favored from anywhere from eight to 10 points uh, during the week prior to the game. I think it got down to eight, eight and a half points, you know, the day before kickoff, something along those lines. A 13 point swing on special teams, a blocked field goal, a badly missed field goal. I mean, McManus is one of the better kickers in the league. That's why the Jags signed him, but he had a bad day. One out of three on field goals is not good. A block field goal is not good on special teams. The first field goal he attempted where he missed it badly to the right. Man, that thing was like a quail, just kind of dying in the breeze to the right. And the Jaguars, with two missed field goals, a kickoff return. I don't know what the kicker was doing. Was he kicking it short? I mean, the the ball was retrieved, what, around the 12 or 15-yard line and taking about 85 yards for a touchdown. Three defenders. When the fullback was just about ready to pick up the ball, there were like three Jags defenders that just kind of fell down or fell past him like bowling pins, actually, as I saw one of the, the films on it. So, yeah, we got to put that one in the rear view. Houston, Texans, 37. Jacksonville, Jaguars, 17. It hurts. Jags fall to one and two. But let me tell you, it's not all gloom and doom. It's not. I think the Jacksons still meet their goals, go four and two in the division is what I predicted. I knew the division, some of the division games were not going to be a walk in the park. Most of them aren't. You got to win the game. ETN played well. I think he had over 130 yards all-purpose running and receiving. He's a ball player. And if you can keep that guy healthy, it looked like he got banged up toward the end of the ball game a little bit, but keep that guy healthy and playing. He's a a good part of why you'll win a lot of football games in 2023. Um, We're brought to you by Reality and Capital here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Sourcing realty and capital for your real estate needs in North Florida, whether it's home, residential, business, or commercial real estate, go to go to our website at bigjreport.com. Scroll the home page to the 24/7 North Florida weather information. Where I think today we've got like a 40% chance of rain. Uh, we've gotten over well over two inches of rain over the past uh, 48 to 72 hours uh, here in Jacksonville, primarily in the the Riverside west side area of jacksonville over here world headquarters south side's gotten a good bit of rain too and most most all the places in north northeast florida have gotten significant amounts of rain probably of two inches of rain or more over the past two or three days there's still clouds out there maybe patchy fog early in the morning in some places and still now you know as we discuss things on september the 28th thursday september the 28th still about a 40% chance of rain uh, here in Jacksonville. The rain chance had got up to like 80% a couple of days ago, and we got well over two inches of rain uh, here at world headquarters. So we want to, again, thank our sponsors, Saucerility and Capital. You'll find the links to uh, Saucerility and Capital on our website at bigjreport.com. That's bigjreport.com. Larry Saucer does a great job with real estate. I mean, he sold homes in Jacksonville, uh, Lake City, Gainesville, Live Oak, many, many surrounding areas in North Florida, and even a little bit south of that line, Saucer Realty and Capital. They evaluate property, too, meaning they do land appraisals, Saucer valuations. It's you know all done with Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty and Capital. And you'll find the link to Saucer Realty and Capital on our website. Obviously, at BigJReport.com. I want to thank Lake the Hits. Great internet radio where it's all good. Lake Hits.com. Great internet radio. Rock Saturdays. They also have um, Midnight Rock. 12 Midnight Central. That's 12 Midnight Central. 1 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Midnight Rock. Daily. If you're up late at night, man, check it out. And if you're up during the regular business hours, like I am most of the time, you can... Check out the Identifiable and Recognizable Hits Monday through Friday from early in the morning until late in the afternoon. And then Hits 2000s uh, rolls in Monday through Friday nights, Rock Saturdays, and now Midnight Rock during the week at LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good. Follow the XFL. Go to XFLtoday.net. And uh, there's been stories emerging, and we'll keep an eye on this. I haven't really heard heard anything lately in the last couple of days the xfl and usfl the spring leagues the spring leagues that play in the spring and into the early part of the summer they could possibly merge i think there's been some merger talks in the last uh, few days you can follow things at XFLToday.net. check out the mad max mix mad max mix the Internet radio, Wednesday night music request show from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock till 9 o'clock Eastern Time at MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. You'll find links on our website at BigJReport.com for Max's show each Wednesday night. This past Wednesday, Max played uh, some Atlanta rhythm section for me. Get your request in. Max does give you his phone number for texting him or calling him during the actual show the mad max mix each wednesday night six o'clock to eight o'clock central time seven o'clock to nine o'clock eastern time the mad max mix dot com. elegant time travel dark diamond entertainment contact dd mcdermott man you'll be glad you did is a pretty good guy uh, i'm going to contact dd uh, this week and uh, get an update on you know what he's doing in regards to his uh, uh, trips With the Pro Football Hall of Fame, planning some trips potentially to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, up in Canton, Ohio. You can always touch base with D.D. Tell him I said hello. Tell him I sent you. uh, Give him a call. He's a former professional baseball player. Played major college baseball as well. Let me give you D.D.'s phone number. Phone number to contact, uh, Mr. D.D. McDermott. Let me give you D.D.'s phone number. It's a nine zero four number uh, here in Jacksonville and, uh, North Florida, of course. And, uh, DD's Dee phone number is 904, 904. Let me pull up DD's Dee number, get a pen and paper out. I know I've got his number right here to contact DD McDermott. Here's the number 904-442-3810. It's not like the old days where you can memorize numbers uh, because people have contacts in their phones and, and whatnot, right? Uh, you can contact Dede McDermott, 904-442-3810, 904-442-3810. He's got a lot of things going on with uh, elegant time travel and dark diamond entertainment. Call Dede McDermott. Tell him you heard about it on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Call Dede McDermott at 904-442-3810. You're tuned in today to the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. This is episode episode show number 67, season number four of the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Special thanks to all of our sponsors, Saucerility and Capital, Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment, Lakeupala Great Internet Radio, the Mad Max Mix, dot com, and XFLToday.net. Got some good coffee brewing. Man, that's some good, strong uh, coffee there. Wow. Some good stuff. Some of that uh, chock full of nuts, you know, mixed with um, actually a uh, little bit of, uh, what do we got here? Uh, pecan, caramel and pecan. This is actually great value. You know where that came from. They call it, it's, it's kind of a generic great value. Uh, pecan and uh, pecan and caramel, I just kind of lace it with that You just put a little bit on the dark uh, chock full of nuts. It's a dark chock full of nuts, by the way, and we also put in some uh, just a tad of uh, uh, it's kind of like a. I feel kind of diabolical talking about the coffee, mixing it all together and we put a little bit of um, uh, what is that stuff called by Duncan? Uh, Turtle Love Turtle Love, and then we got the caramel and pecan uh, great value stuff And, but most of it, 80%, maybe 75, 80% of the coffee in the pot is going to be right now because we will switch it up depending on what, you know, what good coffees are on sale and things of that nature. We're shoppers too. So um, uh, I recommend the chock full of nuts, the bold or dark chock full of nuts. And that's my coffee recommendation for you today. Talking about the Jaguars, obviously there's been some injuries. There's a couple of games um, coming up for the Jaguars, both in London, back-to-back games. Um, one game is considered a home game. Um, the Jaguars are actually the home team this week against the Atlanta Falcons in London. It's a 9:30 a.m. Sunday game. Um, what killed the Jaguars against the Houston Texans? Just reviewing with special teams. I mean, just basically. Uh, 13 points going the wrong way. Basically due to special teams, a block kick, a bad dying quail kick on the first kick of the game. McManus was one out of three kicking field goals, special teams, um, unbelievably let a kickoff squirt to the fullback or, you know, it was not a long kick around. I don't know if it was planned that way or not. I, I need to go check out some of the press conferences, but why would you kick it short? And, You know, it's picked up around what the 12 or 15 yard line officially an 85 yard touchdown run by the uh, fullback of the Houston Texans. We talked about it, you know, at nauseum in the last episode, which was episode show number 66. This is episode show number uh, 67. We um, appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you, you know, checking out our sponsors, hits.com great internet radio where it's all good. And if you need real estate help buying or selling, Saucer and Capital, XFLToday.net, check out the Mad Max Mix Internet Radio Request Show Wednesday nights, madmaxmix.weebly.com, and Elegant Time Travel. Contact DD McDermott about his trips and any kind of project he's working on, he'd be happy to share it with you. Give D.D. Uh, McDermott a call. We gave you the phone number a little bit earlier in the podcast. You can always, you know, start this thing back over and hear, you know, hear the phone numbers and, and things of that nature. So I will tell you this, John Gaylor, our supporter, and he's also, I'm going to tell you, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a, He helps us a lot. With bigjreport.com, the Teal Shirt Report podcast, our bigjreport.com Facebook group. Um, John Gaylor, a great uh, correspondent, and we appreciate him very, very much. Um, John Gaylor was talking injuries with me in messages um, just yesterday. Special teams hurt us, really did um john had sent me some stuff about injuries um john gayler said devon hamilton the uh, jaguars nose tackle slash defensive tackle looks like the back injury has turned into possibly an infection is what john's hearing Devin lloyd could be out could be Devin lloyd could be out uh, two weeks with a with a hand injury um John sent me a message about this. NFL TV Revenue was just released for, for last year. Each owner made about 370. What is that? My goodness, that's a, that's a pretty good figure. $375 million small print, by the way. I have to kind of, I don't have a magnifying glass, but I'll pull, pull it close a little bit and look just to make sure I'm saying it. Right. NFL TV Revenue was just released from last year. Each owner made about. $375 million. What's it Shot Khan says sometimes? But through through sources, I've been told Shad Khan says he likes to pinch those Benjamins. It's a lot of Benjamins to pinch there, right? Um it looked like ETN got banged up toward the end of the game. I mean, this is a guy that got 88 yards rushing. He got well over another 50 yards receiving. He's got to be your player of the game, especially with all the special teams breakdowns, uh, the kickers missing kicks. The uh, kickoff the kickoff team really screwing up the, the return, and the Jaguars lost 37-17 to uh, to the Texans. Uh, coming up this week, let's take a look at what's coming up this week. Jaguars play the Atlanta Falcons. It's a Sunday morning game. We get up early. We'll brew a pot of coffee and watch some football this Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Jaguars host the Atlanta Falcons. One line has the Jaguars a three-point favorite. i like the Jaguars to win. I think they'll put it all together and win by a touchdown. Um, I don't know really what the score will be. I tend to think around, I'd say, Jacksonville 24, the Falcons 17, something along those lines. Jaguars by seven. They're favored by three. We can update that line, of course, uh, later in this podcast or in the next one. We certainly will. College football in the pool that I got involved in. Florida, the Gators, three and one. They've beaten Tennessee, so they're 1-0 in the conference. This is a key game coming up, the SEC Eastern Division. Florida travels up to play Kentucky. Kentucky's a one-point favorite. I like the Gators. The Gators have got to do a good job with um, high percentage passes in the game. they got to get the running game going with ETN and the the rest of the backs. And the defense has got to come to play like the defense has been playing good. That has been a really um, big improvement for the Gators' defense. I mean, you take a look, nobody's put 30 up on the Gators' defense, not even Utah, when Utah beat Florida. Florida beat Tennessee. 29-16, 29 to 16 the defense was barely penetrated you know when the gators uh, beat mcneese the gators beat who they beat they beat mcneese and they beat unc charlotte but they've also won a conference game over tennessee 29 to 16 and i guarantee you that score that 29 to 16 score a lower scoring game that's how coach billy napier in my opinion Wants to play football. He wants to win that game 27 17. Um, Florida plays Kentucky. The defense has got to come to play and they got to keep the games low scoring. Florida needs to control the game. And by controlling the game, they got to control the football. That means high percentage passing. The running game has got to be clicking and the defense has to come to play for Florida. I'm going to take the Gators. I'm going to absolutely take them in the pool. I got Florida. Uh, beating Kentucky. Kentucky's a one-point favorite. These games are by the spread, by the way. I was really surprised to see that Utah was an underdog to Oregon State because Utah's ranked, I think, 10th in the country in some polls uh, or one poll. Oregon State's ranked 19th, but Oregon State at home is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and that's kind of like home field. You get these West Coast games, Pac-12 games, this could be the final year of the Pac-12 as they may merge with another conference because they're going to lose over probably over half the teams in their league to other conferences. But on the West coast, none of these teams seem to go through a season undefeated. I mean, Utah's lost a game or two or three, and they've still managed to win the Pac-12 championship game each of the last two years. This could be one of those games that Utah loses. They're, 4-0, 4-0, they beat UCLA. Can you believe they beat UCLA 14-7 to last week? That's an old-school score if I've ever heard one. Utah 14, UCLA 7, final score as uh, Utah beat the Chip Kelly Bruins, who put up a grand total of seven points in that game. I'm going to call for a, and this is not an upset. You would think it would be an upset because Oregon State's ranked 19th, Utah's ranked 10th. Oregon State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them even uh, to cover that spread at home. I got Florida, Oregon State. I'm going to take Ole Miss to bounce back from the Alabama game. Ole Miss will have to play really, really good to beat LSU. LSU's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take Ole Miss with the surprise upset with Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels bouncing back. How about this one now? Duke and Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite, but they're going on the road to play at Duke. This is like Duke's. This is like Duke Super Bowl. Duke wins the game, covers the spread, and wins by about eight points. They cover that spread of five and a half. Man, I'm bold this week. I got Oregon State, Ole Miss, Duke, and Florida against the spread. Jacksonville, the Jaguars. My Jaguars are a three-point favorite over Atlanta. The Jags should cover, win the game by six or seven points, I believe. Um. Thursday night game, which is actually tonight, Green Bay um, hosting Detroit. Detroit's a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I kind of like Green Bay. Green Bay beat New Orleans by one point last week. The Saints missed a field goal, I think, as time was running out. There's other games coming up, Cincinnati and Tennessee – Miami playing at Buffalo. Buffalo's a three-point favorite. I kind of like the Bills by a touchdown there. And our executive producer, JC, who's a big Buffalo Bills fan, he likes the Bills by a touchdown. Pittsburgh Steelers should beat the Houston Texans. Houston Texans might have played their best game of the year against the Jaguars. But I'll tell you what, C.J. Stroud played really, really well. And if I'm a Houston Texans fan, which I'm not, the Texans fans have to really be I mean, they got to really be optimistic about their future. With CJ Stroud, he played a good game against the Jaguars. There's no doubt about that. So, that's some of what's going on with the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp ended their season. It actually ended last Sunday. I know we already reported the score to you, I believe. Um,. I believe we reported the score to you on this podcast in the last episode. We, be, we, we keep you up to date with Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. Looks like it has come to a merciful end for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp finished the 2023 regular season with a record of 70-79. and 79. Their last game was Sunday, September the 24th of 2023. A loss in Nashville to the Nashville Sounds 8-4. to four. That was the final game for the Jumbo Shrimp back on Sunday, September the 24th. The AAA Baseball playoffs have started. The Jumbo Shrimp, obviously, well under five hundred, did not make the playoffs. Playoffs, But uh, A Baseball started the playoffs. The Jumbo Shrimp have finished their season at 70 and 79. Taking a look at uh, some North Florida entertainment. Let's take a look at North Florida entertainment you know, if you will. You know, we still got the, got the Bonnaroo uh, articles and pictures. Mm-hmm. Covering of Bonnaroo up in Tennessee the last couple of summers. Check out those pictures. Some great groups played on many, many stages up in Manchester, Tennessee. Let's take a look at some shows coming up locally around North Florida and surrounding areas, though. Um, some shows we got coming up. Let's take a look at what is absolutely coming up. Uh, today is September the 28th, so I'll try to move past the some of the older stuff. Um, Alice Cooper's show is coming up. Alice Cooper performing at the St. Augustine Amphitheater on October the 4th of 2023 at 8 20, o'clock p.m. Local North Florida band Psychic Deli performing at Cliff's Bar and Grill on uh, Friday. The thirteenth of October of twenty twenty-three, local North Florida jam band, late night transfer, doing a show on November the fourth at a new venue called Bedlam on Mayport Road.
1: Also, Pink Floyd tribute band, and I talked to a lot of people to give a uh, Floyd high marks. something Pink Floyd tribute band, also Pink Floyd tribute band, Brit Floyd coming. The iconic Florida Theater Saturday night, November the 18th of 2023, at 8 o'clock p.m. Also, Jim Croce, the late Jim Croce's son. Jay Croce passed away back in 1973. His son is kind of carrying on his music. Jay Croce does his own songs also, but does a lot of dance songs. The songs you want to hear, great, timeless classics. Like, I got a name by uh, Jim Croce, one of my favorite Jim Croce songs. And he hasn't many great songs. I mean, I, I know I take it, but I'm tired interesting. It's about somewhat tear jerking. AJ plays his dad's song quite a bit, so he knows how to do it. Uh, AJ Croce, yeah, I lost my dad. When I, I think about that song, I got a name. I think about my great song by Jim Croce. Jim Croce, man, he was way ahead of his time. i tell you His music. Rose on you. that's all I got a name. Really did resonate me a lot until after my dad passed. It and it's great music. It and do this type of thing for you. So AJ Croce is going to be uh, in Jacksonville, the uh, son of the late Jim Croce. AJ Croce will be at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville that A.J. Croce, the son of the late Jim Croce. A.J. Croce will be performing on Saturday evening, November the 25th of 2023 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. A.J. Croce is a really good singer in Uh Kansas from dust in the wind fame coming to uh, North Florida actually in just a few months. Kansas again from dust and the wind fame coming to North Florida in just a few months. Kansas playing the Florida Theater on Friday night, January the 12th, 2024, 20, 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in uh, downtown Jacksonville, Florida, on Forsyth Street. How about Gladys Night, Gladys Night performing on February the 13th. That's in a few months from now. Gladys Night performing. Gladys Night performing on February the 13th. New year 2024, maybe collect PM and at the theater here in Florida. High school football sports check our website at bigjreport.com for high school football scores up there. Uh, we are working on the SEC Power Rankings because all the teams have played one conference game, some are getting ready to play their second conference game, so we are working on some SEC Power Rankings for you. As well. The Jaguars game in London against the Falcons. Kick off uh this coming Sunday, I think it's October first. Kick off this Sunday, October the first, at 9 30 in the morning. The Jaguars, our last look at the line, the Jaguars the three favorite. I want to say a special thank you. A very special thank you to our producers, the Killshore Report Podcast has been eloquently produced by Alex Hunter. Also, our executive producer, oh, well, let me start back over. Our executive producer, JC, and also our producer, Alex Nunnery. We want to thank our uh, supporter of our, our podcast and correspondent and contributor.
0: Got all three of those in for uh, Mr. John Gaylor. John, thank you so much for all the help. And thank you guys for tuning in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast across the pond. Andy Powers, thank you for listing way up in the UK. And we want to thank all of you for listening in. We're listened to in the United States of America in as many as 39 states. I kind of feel like Casey Kasem the way I said that. We're listened to across America in
1: as many as 39 states now. now. And, of course, we're listened to all across uh, the world. Great locations, Northern Ireland, uh, Canada, France, Philippines, almost everywhere, Germany, Australia, Bangladesh, and many, many other places. Thank you for tuning in. To the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Thanks for listening. My name is Scott, your host, and I'm out. Talk to you soon. And there's Thursday night, but tonight, the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, Packers, one and a half. Point. I like the Green Bay Packers. I think the Green Bay Packers will win the game in Detroit. they got a much better team than the Mark Brunell is their quarterback coach in Detroit. They can't make it go down to the wire in Green Bay tonight. Thank you for listening to the Teo Shirt Report Podcast. Thank you for listening.